Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Water is coming. A little bit. Oh my God, is that thunder? Yeah. So the electrical, no problem? No. No, okay. It's only fine. I know. Don't worry. I'm scared. Hi, Kara. So I'm so grateful. I have yet to talk about 90 Day Fiance with somebody, so this is like a real treat for me. Oh, I've been. Um, I'm floored that you asked because <laughs> 90 Day Fiance has been getting myself and my boyfriend through quarantine, so <laughs> it's our our saving grace. Yeah. So, have you? What's your like history with Ninety Day? Have did you start from like the beginning? Did you start last year, like with most people did, or what's up? Yeah, I. I mean, I'd I'd heard about it, and I think my first, the first time I heard about it, I think Lady Gaga was on Ellen, which I don't watch, but I let. I'm obsessed with Gaga, so anytime she's on something, I'll watch it. Sure. Um, I mean, I do watch. Okay, that's a lie. I I have sometimes watch Ellen like heartwarming clips when I'm feeling depressed. <laughs> but I try not to watch her too much. Yeah. Um, but she said that her favorite show was 90 Day Fiance. And I was like, what is that? And then my boyfriend and I were just scrolling through old shows one day on, or like shows on Hulu. And that came up and we just got I think it was like some holiday. We just spent the entire day watching a whole season of 90 Day Fiance. And it was like <laughs> 10 hours of just indoctrination of the show. So, and then I immediately became a super fan. Do you have a favorite couple? Or um, just... mm. Favorite as in favorite to like watch through my fingers or like genuinely favorite? Either one. I mean, I don't think people like genuinely um, stand <laughs> too many of the couples. So, right. <laughs> Chronic favorite. Um, prob- yeah, I guess. Well, the first one that really darked me out was David and Annie. Um, um, yeah. That his David's whole storyline of like living off his friend and the friend had a wife who was pregnant and like she was like we have to think about our kid yeah. and we're, we're having to support and spot and they had to sponsor annie <laughs> that like and then they lived and then they moved they did end up coming to america but they lived in like a, a storage unit i mean it yeah. was it was that was yeah. wild to me um do you watch pillow talk at all 
I've I've seen it. I've seen like a few, but I'm not like a a regular pillow talk person. But I I do I do like watching that sometimes because it is fun to see the couples react yeah. to each other because it feels like they're like aliens and they don't know about each other. <laughs> yeah, David and Annie, their reputation has really taken a turn for the better being on the show. It's it's really interesting to watch. Yeah, I kind of I was seeing that because I I know they're on cameo. They're they do they have a big cameo presence. Um, but yeah, it seems like they're like beloved now on Instagram. They really are. Annie makes like a lot of what looks like incredible Thai dishes from her bed. Mm. You know, there's a whole thing. Yeah. They seem to really like each other, which I was not expecting. Yeah, I just, I, I felt really, his storyline with his daughter was really sad. And um, I don't know, it just, it was, it was hard to watch. But like the scene, the episode, I think there was an episode where they're staying at the friend's house and the girls, the wife's gay brother and her and him get into a fight. And that was just like, I mean, it was, the, the brother was so iconic. <laughs> He he really had a line for the. I mean, he does look like the penguin from Batman. He, he does. That was that was the line. <laughs> that was incredible. I mean, what a read! Like, and just a total read. <laughs> um, so let's get started on this episode. I tend to go for like the most boring couples first, so okay. I think we should start with Ash and Avery. Yeah, I'm okay. I something is deeply wrong with him right yeah i mean starting with the eyes and then work your way <laughs> right <laughs> the eyes are the window to his soul and you don't know if there's much of a soul there, there um be. yeah it's it's very i mean he i think i get like kind of dirty john vibes from him um but i also understand like i think he's it sounds like they've had a lot of tumult in their correspondence. And I think it seems like I'm not blaming her at all, but he seems to be afraid to express anything to her because he, right. as he alluded to last night, like at the drop of a hat, she'll like break up with him. <laughs> yeah. And it really makes you wonder, like, what is it in what does she see in him? Because all she seems to feel is like suspicion. Yeah. And- <laughs> just like general unease with him i know it's like that is what that is so puzzling to me because especially last night i was i was like screaming at the tv because after they went on their little croc tour which was really cute um they're like sitting outside and she's like this isn't a vacation for me and i'm like she's (laughs) like this is and i'm like what what do you you're in australia like you should be having fun with each other yeah. Okay. But I did have one issue with the crocodile thing, which is so they're like in vacation in Canes, I guess. I don't really yeah. know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, Canes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so Avery says that she's, you know, her main concern now is with his son and whether or not he's going to be able to move to America. Correct. And how his mother is going to feel about that, which is a completely fair concern to have. Right. But he says that, like, basically that he is taking her on this crocodile cruise so they can rekindle their playfulness because he, Avery feels like she's not getting the real him, which is like, what's, what's the logic between, in like taking her on a croc tour to make her feel more comfortable? Like, that's yeah. opposite to me. <laughs> yeah, that's not, it is not soothing to go on a, on like a boat cruise through a swamp 
Um, I, I also loved um, the editing, how they cut in like the uh, the tour being like talking about the a crocodile being like a sneaky predator, and then they cut right to um, Ash, and it was like this weird illusion of like, oh, is that are they trying to say that's him or something? The parallels are not lost on me. That's for yeah. sure. But it, it, I'm the sense of play and their like their their levity. It doesn't seem already seems to be. I mean, I understand she has kids. Like this is she's looking for a life commitment, but like. They've never met each other, so why don't they just enjoy the time that they're together instead of everything being like a slog? Yeah, it's like an audition. Yeah, it's like, are you, what What did you think you came here to do? Like, do paperwork? Like, you're not signing a visa yet, so it's like, why not just, she's like, I'm only here for a little more time. I'm like, you're there for three weeks. Right. Like, <laughs> what? This is going to yeah. be hard and long, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not going to be fun. We're going to be up we're going to be up all night talking. You know? Right. Like I I flew basically halfway around the world to mm -hmm. interrogate this man and like bully him <laughs> and test him and like <laughs> like how bully fun. Him. <laughs> she's she's really really unwell and like <laughs> she but, is there, something's <laughs> deeply wrong with her too. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, like at first it was like, okay, yeah, she has a point. Like, he is a, a, a relationship or woman help, you know, specialist, whatever he does. Mm -hmm. um, but then to find out that, like, she was breaking up with him all 17 times that they've been together in the past eight minutes. And it, it, I'm just, it's like both of you. Both of you guys need to maybe look at yourselves. Yeah, there needs to be some, like reflection on both their parts and i think she has assumed the role of like already the role of like the suffering partner you know yeah and, and like, she's gonna like, it's gonna be like a self-fulfilling prophecy for sure i think i think she's almost looking for like to be disappointed i mean i'm not i'm no expert but that's what it <laughs> sounds like to me and i think he's never gonna live up to her expectation yeah, exactly. So yeah, they're they're sitting by the pool, like in coordinating ripped knee jeans, and, <laughs> and <they're> <laughs> bad <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Avery's apologizing for like always bringing up hard subjects, but then she's like, "Okay, well, when am when am I going to meet Taj?" And I'm wondering, like, he gets really cagey when it comes to that, and he keeps saying things like, "Yeah, I understand your point. Like, I understand your concerns. Like, I get it." But I'm not going to answer your questions, which is yeah. like really frustrating. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, I feel like I'm. Excuse me. I feel like it, I mean it. It does make me laugh. As she's like, I really want to meet your ex-wife. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> really? Like I, I. I mean, it's it's like her main agenda, and it feels. It does feel a little self-serving. Like I feel like she just wants to like, power play her a little. Yeah, and, and also, like, I think she knows that, like, this is, like, his weakest thing, like, the biggest thing that she can complain about, which is totally fair, because I have to imagine, like, I don't have kids, but, like, as a mom, I wouldn't really feel all that great about moving my kid with some lady who puts pot leaves on her salads, you yeah. know, to America, and, like, never seeing my kid again, you know? Yeah, I think she's, I mean, she's really determined to, like, you know 
win over. I think she's determined to kind of conquer this obstacle of his family. Um, her suspicions are correct. Like, I think she wants to be right, but in the wrong ways. Yeah, it's, she, it's almost seems like she flew all the way to Australia to, to, to confirm that he's a bad guy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Yeah. And his, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm also just like, I'm still so darked out by his brother and that whole interaction. My God. He was I'm, like a true villain. He was. And he was like, the control he had over yeah. his, it was so strange. Very strange. Like, and the, like, side, like, the passive-aggressive comments he was making about them having a drink, like, maybe you guys should drink more to get through your problems. Like, she's having a martini. Like, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. And also, like, I've just, I've never seen that dynamic of, like, two brothers being so, like, having that kind of, I haven't seen that on TV maybe ever, and especially yeah. in a reality show, like, this, this, like, hyper controlling older brother like it was very strange yeah it's like what does Antish know what does he know what yeah. is, the truth? <laughs> is Ash like a did he have some past that we don't like does I mean I mean he must he must yeah I mean I wouldn't trust my sibling if they were like a relationship expert either that's that's a really good point I would be I would probably be on guard <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah seriously (laughs) within your own family Um, do you have any other comments about Ash and Avery yeah I'm just like I they are very I think you picked the right boring I mean they're total snooze for me Um, they're just very hetero not to insult like hetero people but like their level of straightness is like whoa like it's hard for me to access that fully I think now that we've seen Jackson and Brittany get married, we can all embrace that there's like an ex- a, like an aggressive level of heterosexuality. <laughs> and like I think I'm a straight person myself, but like we need to like tear that down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's like the the Berlin Wall. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, so let's stay in Australia with Stephanie and Erica. Okay. Um, how Oof. were you excited? I was, like, super excited that they announced, like, there was going to be an LGBT couple. And then we yeah. got that. Yeah, then we got her. Um, yeah, I was, I was too. I was really, I was excited. I, I think it, it's definitely the first time. Um, and I was into it. I mean, well, no, there was, who was the couple that, oh, the woman, who was the one who went to Tunisia and she admitted to being bisexual? Oh, um... Oh my gosh, Ziad and I can't think of what her name is. The chick with yeah. the tattoo. Yeah. Anyway, she, but that was like the first time. And then it was, he was, you know, it didn't go well with him. But yeah, I was excited to see, especially like a, a lesbian couple, um, or a a queer female couple. Um, yeah. But yes, <laughs> Stephanie unfortunately is a YouTuber, so <laughs> we are veering in there. Not no shame to. I'm not saying all YouTubers are like her, but um, well, I mean, I mean when you <laughs> like acoustic guitar songs about pizza, I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you're playing ukulele about your favorite deep dish pizza, like you're, <laughs> we're already off to a rough start. A real rough start. And speaking of that, carries on into her trip. They have been. She's been in Australia for three days, 
and there's already been like a cry at the table walkout situation. <laughs> yeah, there it's not looking good. Um, I think it is. It's crazy that it's only been three days because it watching them. I feel like I've been watching them on this trip for two weeks. Right. Um, they have such a familiar conflict mode, which is very, I think, strange to see, especially for two people who have never met. So it's like off the bat, that feels like that's not a recipe for a healthy relationship. Yeah. What was your thoughts on like the dating app situation? I don't look there. You're asking for a lot from someone to be committed to who's seven, you know, maybe 10,000 miles away. Like you're asking a lot of that person mm-hmm. of each other to be completely, especially when you haven't met to be completely like sealed off and not have all their eggs. Like, and to have, you know what I mean? To have all their eggs in your basket. And I think, I think I understand, like it would probably bug me a little, but like I would understand and I wouldn't, I, I mean, I, I guess it's hard to say, but I think if I was in Stephanie's position, I would have been like, you know, it's a, it did kind of, it's a little awkward for me to see that, but like, I understand. And we haven't like officially met yet. So like, I get that you had still had that, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And yeah, it's, it's a lot to like bring up at a romantic dinner. I like, I think the venue was not right either. For sure. I think it was, I think maybe like that was like a pull you aside after or like when you're back at like, you know what I mean? Like have a nice dinner and then maybe when the cameras aren't rolling, but obviously Stephanie's there for the melodrama. Totally. Um, so but I was, I felt like a little, yeah, it just, it was like a little, it was, yeah, it was definitely like a red flag moment. Uh, totally. Uh, do you like Erica? Because I, I love her. I do. I At first I was like, she was a little too manic pixie girl for me. Um, <laughs> but like I was like, okay, Kate Winslet and Eternal Sunshine. But um, <laughs> I think she's genuine. And I think, I think she really is. Um, I think she's really, this means a lot to her. I think her coming out is like very important to her. And I think it's, it's authentic and she wants to do it with the right person. And I think she's very genuine of her opinions and the way she expresses herself. Stephanie, on the other hand, I don't think is genuine. Yeah, I agree. Like Erica seems for like a 24 year old, she's really got her head on her shoulders. Like she's very. So, um, yeah, so they're now post fight. Um, Stephanie says she's feeling kind of awkward, but they're just going to go to her town, to Erica's town anyway. Yeah, she's Um, like, we're having a terrible time, so now we're going to go in a car for four hours. (laughs) Erica's so, like, like, just pissed off about the whole situation. She's, like, outside talking to her friend and telling her all the mess that happened the night before, which (laughs) I just felt so bad for Erica because I felt like she... Ugh, she just felt so trapped. I, I got the sense that she felt really trapped by this. Yeah, and I think I think that was um, really shitty of Steph to be like, don't talk to your friends about. Because like, look, I get like, if you're if you've been in a relationship for a while and maybe like you're having an issue and you're like, can you we can we like not talk about this outside of this right now? 
You know what I mean? But like it is it's you can't tell someone, even if they're your partner, to like not tell their loved ones stuff. You know yeah, because I mean? it's isolating and kind of like almost abusive. It is abusive. And I think, you know, I've like I have been there before where I'm like, can we can we wait to like tell everyone this or you know what I mean? Or like, can we wait to like can we hold on and like figure this out? like net together you know what i mean but yeah i think to ask someone especially on your second day of being together like don't tell you you can't talk to your friends about me like that is psycho it, it is and but like i do understand the point of being like i haven't met them yet so like i don't want them to have like a bad taste in their mouth about for me for sure i you know you started it so <laughs> you know. i think i think if she had been that candid and just been like damn like i get that you talked to them but i am like just being completely honest, like, I'm worried that they're going to think I'm lousy already. Yeah. Like, I get that. But if she had just said it like that, instead of, you can't tell them about our problems. Yeah. And and good on Erica for, like, bringing that up and saying, like, I don't like that. And this is, like, a real boundary for me. For sure. I think Erica is very, like, actualized. Totally. And I felt really some type of way about Stephanie being like, I don't really want to talk about this on a car ride. Like, I mean, she's not going to like drive you into a ditch. It's not that serious. Yeah. She's like, well, while you're operating a moving vehicle, I'm like, okay, now you're like almost putting this like nature on Erica that she doesn't have of being like reckless possibly. Right. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know her health journey, but, like, Steph routinely bringing up, like, her health is at risk. So, like, she can't get that upset at her is yeah. very fucked up. It, it's really manipulative. And, like... Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. Can I swear on this? Yeah, please. No. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, no, this is a Christian podcast. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, all the Fs you want. So, right. yeah, I, I just didn't... Uh, yeah, I, you're totally right. Like, it, it's manipulative to say, like, because we all get stressed out. And, like, I understand she has, you know, issues with her immune system. But it's like, you're going to have to have these tough conversations, especially if you keep creating problems. Exactly. And it's like, okay, you're, you're, she's like 30, right? Yeah. It's like, you're in a, you're in your 30s. Like, you can't hide behind an immune deficiency because you, you're, girlfriend wants to talk it out of an issue you know what I mean right and like I kind of saw her point where she was like you know maybe I'm a little bit controlling because I got this illness and like my life has been so out of control but then it's also like I mean she said I'll do my best to trust you which is like not something that is very reassuring to me no and she puts it all back on on Erica so it's like she's now saying she has somehow gotten the last word that she's the one that needs to forgive erica right exactly even though erica has the problem to begin with it's so it's like classic manipulation totally how do we feel about her friend claire and her hair choices oh you know what (laughs) she looked like she looked like some kind of like she okay she looked like a background like a choir background player in some like regional theater production of Alice in Wonderland where it's like been it's been like set in like a dystopian future like the create the creative director was like we're gonna do things a little different with this one 
And they said <laughs> it in this like steampunk future. And that was her. Yeah, the high ponytail under a beanie is a choice. It's a real to choice. One, to one side. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, it, it is a little bit steampunk. You're right. And she really gives me like Cara Delevingne vibes. For sure. Like this super cool, like, you know, queer looking person. Yeah, she looks like she'd take your girl. And I'm into that. For sure. Yeah, I almost, there was a point where I was like, Erica, you should just be with Claire. <laughs> right. She seems fun. And she knows you. She gets you. Yeah, she doesn't seem to be a gaslighter either. I oh. was just like fully, like, I mean, it, this was almost demented to watch because I was like, damn, like, you are so narcissistic stuff that, like, on anyone's first go at meeting their new, this person they've been dating, this newly dating person when you meet their friends for the first time like one of their best friends like you are on your best behavior and you don't bring up the date that she took you on and tell her how awkward it was like yeah and like complain about her like you don't like you you know you want to be yourself but like you have to kind of play the game a little just to feel them out and like you know just be nice and you don't have to be like a robot but you can be like she was not that's what makes me think something's deeply wrong with her right and it's like erica didn't really even need to say anything to her friends because you just did it for yourself yeah that was that was actually i was like impressed by erica i think she was intentionally staying quiet because she was like she wanted to be like get a little of this one (laughs) but i have to deal with for a four-hour car ride (laughs) it's been 72 hours and i'm in hell like please um yeah, so Stephanie goes to the bathroom, and Erica's like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> she's, like, and she's like a monster, and on top of that, like, I'm not even getting laid out of it. So, like, why? Yeah, that's the, that's the real, like, she's, not only is she, like, manipulating her and, like, putting her through this, like, minefield of, you know, games, I think. She's also, like, withholding sex, which, like, you know... Yeah whatever you have your boundaries like everyone has their like where they need to like take their space but it feels like she's not only withholding sex she's withholding like just affection in general like hand holding kissing cuddling just yeah and like there is like you like claire made the observation like they don't even look like a couple that's like newly together they look like it's like they've almost been together it feels like they've been together for a year already or more, and they're like at the end of their relationship, not like yeah. talking for four months. And like, yeah, you should be like super horny for the person that you're just meeting, and are like, yeah, and like, especially if you flew ten thousand miles, like that would that would turn me on so much if someone flew like that far to see me. Like, I'd be like, I'd be terrified probably because I was like, wow, this person really wants to see me, but I'd also be like, like horny for that, right? And like, it's so like the opposite it's so bizarre i mean i don't know i'm i'm kind of i'm confused by steph's kind of um i'm not i you know i'm not i i think people express their sexuality like in their unique way and she clearly like hasn't come out to her family so i think she probably still has some major hang-ups with being with a woman maybe I mean, she had no problem, like, getting into lingerie and, like, making out with her in the bathroom, though. So, like... 
That's true. Yeah, that was like I forgot. I almost because it feels it feels like so long ago. <laughs> they really... were like hot and heavy in the hotel bathroom. Yeah. So in front of cameras. Yeah, and Erica brings up like great points later. It was like you know, well, first of all, I'm gonna say a hot take. Okay. okay. Erica Stephanie keeps talking about how she's been celibate for a long time. And then she said that it's only been like a year. And I was like, girl, <laughs> you're, this is a lot of buildup for like less than a year and a half. Like I thought she yeah. had it for like five years. Yeah. She's like, it's been, it's been two weeks. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, she's like, she's, she's making it like this big, like i've had this journey like blah blah and and it's it's not even that long people have gone longer people have gone way longer yeah okay (laughs) um so yeah i thought erica like after they go back to the hotel and erica's like you know what i'm just gonna sleep on the couch because you're frigid yeah (laughs) frankly and yeah i thought she got brought up like great points of like you want to you say that you are like trying to take things slow but you also want me to move to new york for you so like which one is it for sure i think that was great and i think i think she's sort of like it feels almost like erica has like a homeland style like carry board where she's like putting all the like (laughs) roots and and possible scenarios on this like whiteboard and like thumbtacking everything because she's like fully real she's trying to piece together who steph is yeah and she's we like, are. the inconsistencies are just, are like, you can't tell someone to move 10,000 miles away from their family who they're not even out to yet, and then not have physical intimacy. It, it's very weird. It, it's very much like Avery. It's like, can we enjoy our time before everything gets so heavy? Yeah, do you, I mean, do you feel like it's, I mean, I'm not saying, I think Steph is probably, you know, I, I believe her that she is attracted to women too, obviously, but like, I'm... There is something, it feels like she, it's part of some, like, narrative for her. Like, this, like, star cross, like, we're far away from you. Do you know know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It almost feels like she's, it's some drama that she's living out. Right, because, like, I haven't looked at her YouTube, but, like, Erica and Stephanie have both said that she's, like, very sexual and, like, sexually free in terms of her social media presence. So, like, what's the Yeah, I haven't looked either, but it is, it seems, yeah, why are you, why are you okay? Maybe she's, I mean, she did that in front of cameras and she's obviously a YouTuber who are, they're inherently exhibitionists. So I think, I think maybe she, she's, it's, I don't know, maybe she's like, can, feels freer when she's doing it for an audience. But it's like, you have to give her something. Like, I mean, you don't owe her intimacy, but it's like, for sure. you have a relationship. <laughs> yeah, just give her, just make her feel, like, loved. Yeah. Because she's not doing that on any, in any no. aspect. No. No. <sighs> God. At least Avery took, you know, Ash's very tight jeans off the first night, you know? Yeah, no, they're, I mean, they, they clearly, I feel like every season there's one couple that's, like, usually hot, and they have, like, they're like a legit couple. Yeah, totally. So they Stephanie Stephanie's response to Erica's very reasonable um, complaints is to start crying and tell her that Erica doesn't understand who she is. <laughs> so 
Well, so it's like, good. yeah, they've been together for three days and they, they're they having, you're right, like end of relationship style fights. And yeah. So no, no, sh- no wonder she doesn't know who you are. <laughs> there are a lot of boundaries. There are a lot of things. Like, I don't think we've seen any time where she's been comfortable. Like every situ- situation and scenario that comes up, she's like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, she's she. I don't think she knows who she is, so she's deeply uncomfortable with herself. And I think someone like her, who's like makes a living off being this persona, maybe has an issue. Maybe has trouble like being authentic with someone one on one. Yeah, totally. And I also feel like you know, I'm not telling you how to do your like coming out thing. Not you. I'm talking. I'm talking about you and, but um. Right. It seemed like she was having like a lot of issues with her mom, especially. It's like maybe don't launch into this long ass distance relationship before you kind of have worked this out with your family. Because it seems like that maybe is her one of her biggest issues. Or like do it in private and not on TV. Yeah, <laughs> that would be up. Agreed. Uh, um, let's go to Tom and Darcy. How do you feel about Darcy? I love Darcy. An she icon, gives me, right? She's a total icon. The Silva twins. Also, do you know they have a single? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy shit. I just listened to it the other night. <laughs> Did you love it? I loved it. <laughs> There's such a... Like, you know, some people are just born for the, the screen. And Darcy is one of those people for me. Yeah, they were... It's like... it's They're almost like... It's supernatural that she's... Like, she's so good. Yeah, she's kind of like up there like like Tiffany New York Pollard for me in that like they're just like she is obviously like hyper aware but also completely unaware of how she comes off. Yeah, I'm I've been loving her like quarantine content. It's just all like super airbrushed pictures of her and she's like stay strong. <laughs> I, I yeah, I truly love like all these motivational quotes and stuff that really have nothing to do with the fact that like you can basically see her nipples. Yeah. It, it's lovely. It's just real sight to behold. She's like us silver girls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of like like an, like a hot Instagram gay in that way that it's like, be strong. You can see my abs. Yep. Everything's gonna be fine, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Mykonos. You can see my <laughs> pelvis. <laughs> I had to overcome a lot. God. Um, so are you familiar? Did you watch her seasons with Jesse? Oh yeah. <sighs> that was a real a real treat. That was sad. I mean, that was I think her I think either she did it intentionally or the way they filmed her. I think with Tom, her her persona, it felt more like cartoonish almost and it was easier to watch. Mm. And with, with Jesse, it felt like authentic raw toxicity. And it was often hard for me to watch. True. Because with Tom, there's like a desperate, there was a desperation there. And like Tom seemed really reasonable at first being like, how can you be in love with me and expect me to love you back? Like, I'm not even inviting you to my home. So like this whole pivot into like, I really loved you is like, when, when did you do that? Yeah. No. And And I I think Jesse was like, Jesse terrified me. Oh, he's a complete murderer. Like, <laughs> um, he yeah, reminds I, me of a guy from Don't Fuck With Cats. 
Oh my god, the the gay the porn star. Yeah, the the murderer. Yeah. The murderer. I didn't I I didn't watch it because I I literally turned it off within five minutes because I just couldn't oh, do it. It's a sick sick thing, and it doesn't get any better. But he does <laughs> me a lot of Jesse. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom was. I was. First of all, he looks. He's lost so much weight. He's lost so much weight, but it's like fuck you because you asked Darcy if she had gained weight. So. Oh, that was. When he did, I was like, "For like that is, you can't walk back from that." Not at all. That was the meanest thing you could say to her. It was so nasty and unnecessary. Because she didn't, she didn't get like nasty like that. She might have gotten like passioned, but like, she didn't. He that was so below the belt and cruel and like, she's obviously like, I mean, to say that to anyone is so shitty, but to her, you know what I mean? Like, it's he. It was. It almost felt like he was kicking a puppy a little bit. Yeah, because, like, we know that Darcy is, like, just a ball of insecurities. Like, how... And he he knew that. He knew that. And, like, I think, like, Darcy's definitely dramatic, but it's, like, um, for a guy to say, like, I want to come meet you and then say that you still love her, but you know in the back of your mind that he's got some other girlfriend, and then he's, like, oh, yeah, her. (laughs) Like, I would be pissed off, too. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Like, this younger, like, you know blonde like it was just like it was so it was really cruel and i think it also when he said the weight thing i was like oh you're a bad guy a total bad guy and like especially for it to be like he was so resistant to like say he loved her and all this stuff and then to be like oh i met this chick three years ago three weeks ago and she loves me the way i want to be loved like fuck out of here yeah and darcy i mean i think darcy actually had a completely sane reaction to him yeah, like, I think I mean, I think her <laughs> like just her walking into the restaurant being like to the receptionist like or the hostess like, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and like skittering in on her. He- like she's so she has a lot of her stuff is like very drag queen energy. And I think that's why she's so great to watch. Um, her choices are amazing. The little the moto jacket over the shoulders, the like porn star sunglasses. It's just everything to me. I went on a House of Eleven website the other day, <laughs> and they have three of out three of their outfits were worn by Jessica Alba, Nicki Minaj, and um, Demi Lovato. Yeah, that tracks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, their convo was just so it was it was hard, and I think she raised some good points. I like when she was like, you know, it was my birthday the other day. Thanks a lot for uh, reaching out. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, I went to Malta. Um, you could have come any time, but I see that you didn't. You chose not yeah. to. Thank you for making time for me today. Now. Yeah. How was Malta? It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> I just waited all day on my birthday for your call, and it didn't come. So. <laughs> Other than that, it was lovely. <laughs> Later, uh, my um my boyfriend stopped and paused it because he was like, "That's some that that might be important info," and we wouldn't. Darcy later was crying in her hotel room. The camera caught one of her suitcases and it had a Turkish airline sticker. <laughs> and we were like, oh, is that hopefully like she's going to start dating a Turkish guy for the next season? I hope so. I love that they made Tom go to like Williamsburg. I know. <laughs> like, Onto the waterfront. Stand by the river. Like they didn't even let him go on the real waterfront. Like he was walking in weeds and like rocks. I know. I, it's so <laughs> true. I was thinking the same thing. Like, he was 
He was by like Greenpoint and like where it gets like desolate. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I I love his sister Emma. I love how she just like hates Darcy so much and is like this isn't the right girl for you. I do <sighs> I do like Emma. I think she's she's I love her voice. Um great. But I do think I mean I think she was I think she was very forthcoming with Darcy and I think I think she ended up giving Darcy what she needed in that moment in the last season when they had that heart to heart and I think she comforted her and I think she totally understood Darcy in that moment and I think she understood that Darcy wasn't right for her brother. Yeah. Um but I think I thought there her and her brother like that dynamic was just weird and like she had she was like he's a successful handsome you know entrepreneur who's always on the go and he's a womanizer and I was like okay shut like like he's not Colin Firth like calm yeah, down for like <laughs> talking him up like it just felt like okay chill like he's <laughs> did you hear the tea about him like catfishing like Instagram catfishing no but he I mean he kind of admitted to doing that yeah so he got caught last season by like a lot of people who were like, hey, that picture that you posted of a watch on a yacht is like actually my picture. Hey, that picture that you posted, like all of these pictures where you can't see him, where he's like doing something that seems very like hashtag rich kids of Beverly Hills is right. like fake. They're all fake. Yeah. And like, what's it, what is his job? What is his job? Because he claims to have been like in like menswear, but then he said he was coming to America, to New Jersey, to go talk to a guy about wine distribution. Yeah. What is that? Like, is he... <laughs> part of me thinks he's like an arms dealer. <laughs> Something's yeah. not... Something isn't tracking. And also, stop taking photos like you're some 25-year-old, like, hot guy. Please. Like, you're in your 40s. The jig is up, sir. Like... Yeah. And the fact that we, like, didn't even see where he lived, and then he gave her that, like, Harry Potter-ass key at the end before she left, and it's like, you have the key to my house, like, whenever. Like, she doesn't even know where you live. What do you mean? You guys yeah, rented that was key. that was super janky, and I feel like that made me think that he lives with his mom. Ugh. I mean, or his nan, probably. His nan. <laughs> <laughs> or his sister. Truly. He might. They have, like, they have one of those, like, you know those, like, Sibling, I'm not not like in a weird way, but you know the siblings that are like, I'm best friends with all my siblings, and yeah, and like we only, let, which is like good, good, but then they like kind of come between the relationships, you know. Yeah, it seems like Emma has too much say so in like who he should and shouldn't be dating. It was very strange. It, it's very strange. Um, I was loving the scene with Darcy at the Marmara, uh, former home to one Tinsley Mortimer. Oh. Uh, Yes. <laughs> I I had a I have a girlfriend who was living there. She just she had moved to New York, so she and her husband had lived there before they could find an apartment. And it's a very chic place. It's incredibly chic. So I was proud of her for being yeah. there. Darcy has good taste. She has great taste. I love that she's like always in a robe. Mm -hmm. Um she was always, on the back weeping. Always crying. <laughs> always crying. It's amazing. Like she needs. Like I want to know her makeup routine. Like how does she keep it from streaking? Because she always looks pretty good under all those tears. Yeah, she's always got like a fresh. Everything's been finely tweaked and tuned. Um, her highlights are always really like, you know, severe and <laughs> there. Uh, she does 
like yeah she's bordering on trixie mattel here her her (laughs) i'm not you know what i don't judge anyone for their their cosmetic procedures but her i just had her lip journey in that scene was wild it was very like i hadn't noticed it but it seems like they're in a weird stasis of like deflating but still (laughs) like (laughs) it was a strange a strange moment I'm glad a, you noticed that too. It was some kind of malting situation, but I also <laughs> feel like it kind of you know the episode of Kardashians where Chris where they're in like Bora Bora and Chris Jenner gets some <laughs> allergic reaction to something and her her mouth kind of blows up like a duck bill. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what it kind of reminded me of. Not, and I think Darcy's very pretty. Like I'm not. I think she always looks great. Like, but I it was just it was very noticeable in that scene. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Totally agree. Um, so basically, she says, like, things are over between them. The producers ask her if she has heard from Tom, and she says no, and then blocks his ass on WhatsApp. Yeah, I was, that was, I was proud of her for that. I, I did really like that. And I love that she's always ready to move to the next chapter. She's always talking about her kids or having a fresh start, and she doesn't want to ruin it for little Aniko and Aspen. I Ugh. love <laughs> AKA, AKA her parents. <laughs> Truly. Like, how is it that all the children on 90 Day Fiance are so wise and level headed? They just, they have that, like, I've seen things I shouldn't see, those eyes that say that. Very, like, Danielle Staub, um, her daughters, you know, where it's like you, they've just been through it and they just, they, they're not surprised by anything anymore, which is dark because children should be surprised. They, they should be shocked and like oh my god like the things that we saw Danielle expose her children to it just makes you wonder like what did they see off camera because oh. here is like astonishing don't I mean yeah <laughs> but Darcy's kids I think she's I think she is a good I think she really cares about them and I think that's why she always like stays in a hotel because she doesn't want to like bring that home. And I got I respect that, but she's definitely exposed them to some. Well, that like passive aggressive cut the stake on the bias argument that she and Jesse got into Oof. when in Connecticut was like, okay, yeah, that's enough. That is enough. Also, just like, hi, I'm gonna leave you guys for a month to go to <laughs> Amsterdam. Yeah, like how often is Stacy babysitting these children? Because it seems yeah. like a yeah, and like it's so it's, it's like okay, so every three years I have to anticipate my mom leaving me and my sister for a month to go be disappointed by a man. Yeah, basically. Uh, what what a what a treat Darcy is. I want her on every. Well, okay. So how are you feeling? Did you hear about the ninety day fiance self quarantine spinoff? I did. I didn't read much into it, but I was I just saw the headline and I was excited. They're doing. They're featuring forty people from the cast. Like, some very tangential characters, like somebody's brother, you know, Colt and Debbie and their cats and stuff. They're really reaching to the bottom of the barrel for this. But mm-hmm. kind of like the first iteration, I think, of, like, quarantine-based television shows. And, like, I'll take this, but I don't think I want anything else. Yeah, I think, well, I know I know that um, Housewives of Potomac, they're filming their confessionals with masks on. Oh, really? <laughs> Because Karen Huger, my that's a show I started watching the last year and I'm I'm fully caught up and I'm obsessed with them. 
Um, but Please. Karen Huger is iconic. That show is it's amazing. It's 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 truly the most underrated Housewives, and it's maybe the most it brings the most I think of any right now. I mean, Michael Darby, wow, <sighs> wow. <laughs> but just Karen Huger. Karen Huger is like. I just always think about like one the time where her wig completely Oh yeah. <laughs> and the other time where she like held a press conference but she didn't want to say anything. She held a press conference and was wearing camo. <laughs> a camo jumpsuit with like a big Gucci belt in the middle. Like <sighs> she held a press conference a luncheon without food cuz she couldn't <laughs> afford it. She didn't want to answer any questions. She didn't want to say anything. She's just like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) God, she's just, her delivery is just, it never, I mean, it is so perfect every time. What did she say in the the fight where they go to Katie's country home and she says like. Oh my God. She was like, tell him not to drop the soap or something like about (laughs) her. Oh my god, that Katie, yeah, Katie again. Like they Oof, were Katie too iconic. Ooh, Katie and her wigs. Are... <laughs> <laughs> it's really I like... never I never want to comment on people's wig because it's like I I don't wear it. Like I'm not that's not part of my like so I I always I'm always like, you know what? I I'm not gonna say but like that was but with her I was like there was one where I was like, whoa, like that is <laughs> Katie's toast to the bucolic beauty of her backyard was just, like, incredible. Just, I know. <laughs> she's, oof, she's something I, for Katie. I think I'm going to get to a point in quarantine where I, like, spend my stimulus money on La Dame. You know what? You'd be right to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Nobody would blame you at all. Thank you. I hear it's a very strong scent, though. I, I heard that too. I heard it's very overpowering. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Um, let's get to David and Lana, I think. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know... When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. 
BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Okay. Oh, geez. I mean, okay. So like with Yolanda and Williams, and I'm doing that in air quotes, like it's clear that she knows what is going on and she like knows it's fake and she's trying to act her way out of it. But like yeah, her, her daughter just being like, mom, it's a like, cap- like it's, <laughs> he's a predator. Like, yeah, like it's right in front of your face, girl. But with David, I don't get the sense. That he's such a creep that I think he genuinely doesn't see the problem with Lana. Yeah, there was one. Um, oh my god, there was a clip. The clip where he, <laughs> I had it. I was gonna, I was gonna play it. But there's one clip where he gets a message from her that's like, "Let's arrange a photo shoot for the visa." <laughs> and he, and and he, and you think you're like, "Oh wow, this is proof that she's totally scamming him and using him." And yeah. maybe this will wake him up to the fact that this is a waste of time. And he leans back and he goes, Ugh. He <laughs> shakes his head and he goes, Yes. And he's and I like, was like, oh, oh wait, I can I play it really quick? Sure. Oh God, yes. <laughs> God, yes. He is a I was lo- like, okay. There's no help for him. No help whatsoever. So it's day four of him in Ukraine. And he is on his way to Lana's hometown. <laughs> what? I know. In like war-torn Ukraine. <laughs> like, truly. This idiot thinks that Lana was just too scared to show up. And he's convinced that if he goes to her hometown, which is 10 hours from where he lit, from where he's staying, that like everything is going to go back to normal. Yeah. Also, I love his, like, truly, his genuine friend, that, that one woman who he, like, tried to date, but they're, she's just, like, his friend now. And her being like, I don't think you want to go up there, because the roads aren't good. Like, she's giving him, like, a true locals-only warning. And, and he's like, nah, I'm gonna go. And she's not real. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like... Truly, like nothing says normal to me like a guy who would drive hours to my town unexpected uh-huh. and ca- like completely catch me off guard. Like, does he not see the problem with that? No. And also, like, if several Ukrainian women are telling you that this woman is a scammer, like you should listen to them. Right. Like you only seem to want to speak to Ukrainian women. So why aren't you also like taking their advice? Yeah. But I, I just love, like, <laughs> if someone was like, hey, you don't want to drive over there because the roads aren't good and, and doesn't give you any more info than the the roads aren't good, like, I would, I'd be, I'd say put. That'd be enough. That That'd be, be enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, as he's driving, he's basically become, like, like, if Ted Bundy had written, like, the second version of Sand by Eminem, like... Like, he's just angry, and he <laughs> he doesn't think things are over because she told him that she wants to get married and move to America. It, yeah, ugh. it was, I mean, him drive. first of all, I love the troll of the producers, like, letting him fix his own tire. 
in the dark. In the dark, while like on a basically like an abandoned highway, and in a colored polo shirt, like yeah. And he, but when they're driving earlier, and the producer's asking him about stuff, can you imagine being in a car with him for ten hours? By the way, absolutely not. <laughs> but also, when the producer's like, he's like, sometimes I think about just it being done with her, and then I, in my head, I'm like, oh my god, he's driving there to kill her. Like, right. It's like true serial killer vibes. And he's like, you know, all she had to do was just say one word, just say stop, and I would have stopped. But she can't do that, can she? Like, oh. I know. He's, I love how he's blaming her. Yeah. It's like, like, no, you're complete. He's just completely addicted to this, to this toxic power dynamic. Yeah. And he brings up, like, you know, like, if I was younger, maybe I would have stopped, but, like, I am too old, basically, to have not been married at this point. And, like, he's putting all of this on her, and it's really weird. Yeah, you know, it is, it is like, this... It's sad that all these people... I mean, this is in so many reality shows, but all these people have such this deluded sense of, like, the Disney happy ending. Totally. Where it's, like, everything has to be this, like, fate. Everything's, like, death. It's, like, no, it doesn't have to be, like... It's just about someone knowing you and loving you for that like it's that simple yeah and and david and um ed are kind of the same it's like why do you need to find a woman like you need to wonder about like why you need to find a woman who's so much younger one right uh, not american right probably in like a dire financial situation (sighs) yeah it's really predatory and like creepy. It is. It's 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 pretty gross and it's very transparent that it's it's about like a d- dominance thing because they feel so small and they need to be of service to some woman who who they know is like out of their league in all aspects and that, you know, in superficial aspects and right. they get and they get off on that. It's like a weird like financial domination thing. It is weird. And, like, well, I'll get to it. But, um, yeah, he, so he gets to, so after, like, nine hours, when it should have been, like, it was, like, a 12-hour drive when it should have been nine or something. Yeah, it took, he took the, <laughs> the road less traveled. Like, literally. Um, it, so he arrives in Pablo Grad and he checks online again to see if she's online. By the way, and, that name alone, like, I would, <laughs> I'd be scared to go there. <laughs> seriously like back in the ussr for real right um so she's not online at this point so he goes walking around the town he goes to the candy shop that she mentioned to see if anybody knows her like he acted like he spent all day walking around even though he had this address but it's kind of like if you're gonna be a creep just show up at the the address that she gave you like why do you there and then be like oh i'm just gonna ask the shop girl at the candy store and then just around no this is i mean this is where your your like theory of like your ted bundy theory comes in because like this is now it's like full-on like he's getting off on being like lurking yeah and i think he's getting off on knowing like he's getting some pleasure i think having knowing that she doesn't know that he's there i think there's something very real about that Mm mm-hmm and when when he's like, I'm gonna not tell her that I'm here. Like, dude, what? Like, yeah. that is fucking crazy. It really is. Yeah. So like, she finally gets like online. She 
gets online. And yeah, it was like, basically, do you want to take pictures for relationship and visa? <laughs> like, okay. And yeah, it's like, he's on the, on the like, I'm not going to tell her that I'm here. I don't want to ruin anything. I'm not even going to complain about the fact that I flew all the way over here and she couldn't get on a train to meet me. Like, it's yeah, that that panic. is insane because it's like, first of all, that is the sign that you should be you should not be in this relationship because you're afraid she's going to get mad that she didn't honor her commitment to you. And I just love how like she didn't even mention it either. Like, sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, that's but that's that shows you that he his sense of their connection is so diluted and like so completely warped. And he is in this dynamic that that doesn't exist like she she like they don't have that relationship where they can just see each other that's not how it's it's gone and he's allowed it to go that way right because like if i don't show up where i'm supposed to be and then i go ma for like three days and then i'm like hey do you want to start are you still interested like no that's not yeah. how <laughs> no i'm not it, it's very very strange um so the previous day that showed that he was like at a restaurant with two glasses of champagne like what do you think the truth is with lana yeah oh what do i what do i think she, what like the real yeah. deal yeah um i think that she clearly he, is not i don't think that's her yeah i think she's i think she's like a some kind of sex worker or like a online like she she makes her living like having you know being yeah, yeah, yeah. being some kind <laughs> of like i'm not i'm trying i'm not like it's not i'm not judging anything i'm just saying like i think she i think her she's she makes her. a living yeah she's doing her job i think she makes money off getting money from men from by talking to them or camming with them or doing like and that's it's pretty clear i think yeah i mean i think the best case scenario is that lana is actually like several women <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I kind of had that thought too that it's they're all using the same profile, mm-hmm. and I think that it's like a because remember when um Caesar and Maria, yeah, like I I was surprised that she was who she said she was shocked, and I mean she was <laughs> she was evil, <laughs> but um but she was real and it was genuinely shocking. But I don't think that's going to be the case with Lana. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody's going to show up at that restaurant. Yeah, not at all. Oh gosh, um, who should we go to next? Um, let's do Lisa and Usman. Oh boy, um, wait, did you see that she did Chrissy? She did a cameo for Chrissy Teigen. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. And she like was angry. She's like, "You're not a very good assistant, are you?" No, she's a. She is, I think, even more than, like, Angela. Angela is, like, my favorite, I think. <sighs> to be, like, the rotten version of Angela and Michael is a true feat. Yeah, because Angela is pretty, I mean, she's pretty bad. But to be <laughs> to be worse than her is an accomplishment. Um, Significantly worse, too. I, I find her revolting, uh, like, as a personality. I think she's truly unhinged and i don't think she respects uzman at all and yeah. i think that she has this like superiority thing that's very clear and problematic and i think that she is disrespectful to 
the Nigerian culture and she's like thinks that it almost feels like she's playing Barbie with these people. And like yeah. they're it's like they're not people to her. Like even Usman isn't a isn't a human to her. That's what I think. Yeah, I completely agree. And like in the first maybe like one or two episodes when Usman was like, My mom thinks you want to make me a slave, I was like, Oh, that's weird. But then I was like, uh, maybe she does. Maybe not in like the, the traditional way, but she certainly wants him to do everything that she needs him to do and like keep in line. No, and I think his cool. mom I think his mom actually had good instincts. I think he I think she's like, you're going to go there and you're going to have your whole life dominated by her. Yeah. And they have like, sometimes they'll do like a special like they do with like Bravo shows where they'll do like insider info at the bottom of the screen. Right. And apparently she made him turn his phone off for the entirety of the time that he was there and like have a like an automatic message that says like, I'm with my wife or whatever, like something really weird and controlling. Yeah, I mean, uh, she's she's unabashed about her like sometimes, you know, a real psycho will just who's like really good at hiding it will like quietly get you to detach yourself from all of your connections and people who care about you. Um, But she just she's like Godzilla. She just comes right out of the gate and just starts smashing everything up. And she's like, you know, you're not allowed to talk to them. The premiere party, the premiere party, by the way, was mania (laughs) when she looks at him and like blows a kiss to him and like i was like oh my god this is your moment like this is i mean she was wet for sure like it It was was. (laughs) it was so sick and the 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 troll of the production just showing no one clapping and then her (laughs) blowing a kiss to him i'm like oh my god like you're in vox lux or something like what is (laughs) what is happening Oh, God. Yeah. And, like, why are you not having any perspective to, like, if Usman is having to, like, employ his friends to tell you that you're a fucking crazy person and to stop ruining his career, like, what's not clicking? Yeah, it was so, it made me sad that that's, that he, like, he had this whole video that was, like, cute. And, like, people want to see hot people grinding on each other in music videos. And I felt really bad for him when he had to edit that for baby love and like put the dedication to her at the end like she died like it was it was very in memoriam (laughs) that selfie of her that cell phone selfie of her like oh how tragic she's also i went to school in lancaster pennsylvania which is a town with city over from york where she's from and i'm like oh my god she's totally someone that lives out there (laughs) um what's the vibe there is it like farming yeah, it's like Amish country, but it's also, yeah. I mean, it's its beautiful. It's There's a lot of, like, beauty in it, but it's also, like, it does, some of the places feel like it's in perpetually in 2005. Oh, yeah, like her wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. And, they have, and she has such a Penn, central Pennsylvania accent, it's out of control. Um, so Lisa and Usman have decided to move past their argument. By that, I mean, Lisa gaslit Usman into apologizing to her, even though he did that <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so they're on their way to meet his mom. And Lisa's nervous because basically she's like, they're not going to like me because I'm white. Right. <sighs> and she's right. <laughs> she is right. So <laughs> in order to like win, try to win her over, they get a goat. And this was like the ugly American side that just jumped out. Mm-hmm. 
Like, she's just horrified. Like, it stinks at this goat market. And, like, I'm sure it did. It's a bunch of goats. But it's, like, there was something very pointed about, like, this is disgusting. You, like, African people. Like, how could you possibly live like this? Oh, no. I mean, it's, she's, I would say she's, seems very racist. And I think it's pretty clear. And I think that her disdain for anything, like, you know, it's it might not be your cup of tea, this custom, like, for whatever reason, but, like, go with it. Like, I, it's, it's different, it's new, it's learn about it, like, why they're doing it. Or, and at the very least, don't be like, is this guy, this man is looking at me, is he looking at me because I'm white? Is he trying to upsell me because I'm white? Like, I mean, probably, but he's also looking at you because you're trying to buy something from him. Like, he can make eye contact with you. Yeah, I love this, the whole, like, reverse racism thing. It's like, the, that narrative that she's pushing, I'm like, okay, this is not, like, 2011 on Twitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. It's not, there, like, there's a reason why... You know, as a white person, I can. There's definitely a reason why African people don't trust white people. Like, yeah, because you're behaving like this. Like you're plugging your nose and being like, "Oh, I can't yeah, do this." Right, <laughs> but like specifically, like uh, you know what I mean. Like specifically, like she should inform herself of. Like Angela, at least I think tries to like understand the the customs a little. Yeah, she seems to like she seemed to have a good relationship with his mom and like is like loving and kind to them. Yeah, she doesn't look down on them. Yeah, like her biggest problem is that she doesn't want to eat the food, but it's like she probably doesn't want to eat most food. Like Angela probably lives on a steady diet of like fried potatoes and you know, like chicken fingers. Right. So, and it's like and but she's but she makes an effort like with the family. Like she did the that whole like that was a kind of a lovely scene when she does that whole like she serves them food and you know all that stuff so but you i could not see baby love lisa doing that <laughs> people online keep calling her baby girl visa and it just kills me because they're right <laughs> <laughs> they're totally right um so uzman gets her like a traditional like a dress um to wear as well and <clears throat> he tells her not to wear makeup and she's like is this dress really going to impress your mom and he's like Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's there's siren. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Okay, sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> um, when she tried the dress on, she's like, "Is this actually going to impress your family?" And he's like, "Uh huh." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he already knows. He knows how this is going to go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's his face says it all. He really he like literally just had to stop himself from laughing. <laughs> it's like, but it's not even it's, like that. It's maybe not a flattering look for her but it's also like just her um how miserable she is in it and how like she doesn't she doesn't try to understand it and like the way she's wearing it like almost come like you almost get the vibe of like that it doesn't look good because she's not she like looks down on it or thinks it's stupid or you know what i mean so just yeah it's like when yeah and her that traditional garb like she looked nice she looks sweet she did. Like, she she was working it and like made it like it fit, it was coming from her heart, I think. Completely. So they finally get to Usman's mom's house and they like set out the welcome mat, like literally, and all sit outside. And Usman's mom comes out and she's like, uh-uh, here comes the bullshit. <laughs> like, who was this lady? <laughs> Who's this like 55-year-old woman? 
They clock it immediately. His sister's like, she looks like she's 50. We were expecting somebody much younger. Yeah. And it's also clear that, like, Usman has really not told them anything about Lisa. Right. And and the depth of their relationship. Because when he, like, is like, do you know why she's here? And they're like, no, obviously not. <laughs> like, why are these cameras here? His, like, translation. First of all, he said she was a doctor, which she's not. She's a hospice care person. Yeah. Um, and then he says, <laughs> now this lady came all the way from America and her mission here is that she's in love with me and she wants us to get married. Like, her he, mission. Never... <laughs> he makes her sound so psychotic, which is like accurate, but it's also like he puts it all on her and it does make her sound like she just came over here to like catch an African man. It, does, it really did. And I like the way she's like, what is, how does she say what she does? I care for the eld. Yeah. What did she say about the hospital? Like she said, the way she describes it is so, was so strange. It was very strange. <laughs> but yeah, his his like the English to his language translation was like it it just it was it very was a- off, but it- also completely accurate. <laughs> it certainly was not helping the situation at no, all. No, no. <laughs> this white lady is in love with me and wants to take me away. Yeah. Are you proof? <laughs> And the mom doesn't even, I think she maybe listens for like five minutes and then just gets up and walks away. (laughs) Like, absolutely not. Goodbye. She, I don't think, made eye contact with Lisa the entire time. No. It was, it was an incredible thing to see. And like, Usman was like, well, that's basically the worst sign of disrespect that she could have possibly given. So I guess that's over. (laughs) But also Lisa didn't, Lisa did not play the game at all. She did not try at all. She didn't like make an effort with her. She didn't like she wasn't sweet with her. You know what I mean? Like she looked down on her. Right. Like even so, if you speak the language, like you can give off the vibe of warmth. An interest. An interest. And she wasn't doing any of it. No, she like she was threatened by his mom, I think. And she should have been. Finally. Finally yeah. she was threatened by somebody. But she's so jealous and like deep, like anyone is a, she sees anyone as like a competition to him, even his the woman who gave birth to him. It, it's really unwell. And like, I get that you were cheated on and, and that's why you got divorced. But like, that isn't a reason to like run somebody's life. Like, you know, for his music career, girl, like, what are you going to do? Oh my God. It's the biggest thing that's ever happened to her though. <laughs> like his, his celebrity. Oh, I mean, whatever version of celebrity that is. Um, yeah. She's unwell. There's a whole list of, like, from the time they were together. I don't know how people found this, but there was, like, a log of all the usernames on Instagram that she changed her name to. And it was, like, baby girl Lisa, Usman's wife, baby like, I own Usman, Usman is my man. Like, all of these things in, like, the course of, like, two months, she had, like, 15 different usernames that were, like. Oh, yeah. Here. I saw that. It was weird. Totally unhinged. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Um, yeah, so they basically get in the car and leave. She's upset and was like, you had two years to practice this, so what happened? Yeah, she blames him. <sighs> Not that she was harrowing and, like, giving off such bad vibes and, like, not making an effort at all. She completely blames Usman. Completely. And you would think, like, this woman thinks that I want to take her son and put him into slavery maybe i should like smile 
Yeah, I would, and I would also be like, I'm gonna go back there and make and really try it with her again. Yeah. So instead, she's like, "Well, that, <laughs> well, that didn't work." Oh God, what a, what a nightmare! Do you have any other thoughts on Lisa Newsman? No, I'm just they really it bum, she bums me out, and I mean it's, yeah, it's just it's not. At least Angela and Michael were dysfunctional, but they were like they seemed like they actually loved each other, which is yeah. insane. But um. They made it work, and I, I, they, these people. It's Lisa is just bad news. Bad news, bear for sure. Uh, let's end on Ed and Rosemary. Oof. Okay. Well, <laughs> I just need to say the line that he says of, um, "This is the first time I slept without air conditioning, and I feel broken." <laughs> I mean, that was really <laughs> amazing. It was incredible and an incredible thing to say. Wow. He, I mean, first of all, it's, it was hard to see. It, it was the condition that they lived in. It was, it was hard to see like that. She has her family has, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I felt. And when he's like, it makes me think that maybe she wants out of this life. I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of course, of course she does. But- you can't be suspicious and then also be like exclusively attracted to women in like third world or developing countries. Like, of course she wants a better life for herself and her child. Like, are you dumb? Yeah. And it's like, he seems, yeah, he seems shocked by it. And he seemed, he was horrified and he was like very, um, I think cause he's been, I mean, he's, he's been delusional, but I think he's at least been sweet in a way. Um, I, I'm not. I was seeing. I was seeing that people were, like were saying he's like the most beloved, earnest. And I'm like, I think he's twisted. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I, completely I think like he's got it all so weird and backwards and it's like uh, I mean I don't buy it I don't buy it and I think he's I think he's full of shit and I think he's it's crazy and they've only had been talking for three months she's a 23 year old mother of one like what sir and sir. The other thing is like, <laughs> like he's just so like shocked by the way she lives like did you not like if i'm dating somebody long distance even if they lived in like upstate new york i'm gonna google where they live and like what for the sure sh- like 
I'm not going across the world and like not knowing what I'm getting myself into. No, when they got out of the cab to to like go to her area for the first time, he literally goes like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, this is it does it takes a simple click of the keys." Very simple. Or like, "Hey, maybe when you guys are talking on video chat, maybe like ask her for a tour of where she lives." Like, yeah. Could we no, try- I'm- but I, I, I think he, it's all part of this sick fantasy he's living in. It's, it's really sick and like. Of being her rescuer. Yeah, but it's also like he is completely suspicious and like doesn't want to be taken advantage of. But it's also like you have to understand that like some parts of this relationship are transactional. And if you don't like that, then break up with her. Exactly. Like you you have to have a little bit of reality check. Like, come on, like, <laughs> come on. You know what I mean? And it almost feels like she, at a certain point, feels like Rosemary even wants to be like, come on, Ed, come on. Get with the program, dude. Like, hello. It's also, I mean, it's, 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 it's not fun for him, but it is, it's interesting. It's entertaining to watch her just avoid at all costs, any physical contact with him. <laughs> So obviously, and like, uh, yeah, he, like asking what the Tagalog word for kiss was was just like, oh, it just sent shivers up my spine. Yeah, and also when he's like, I want to go on vacation with you. I want to get a hotel and take you away and like just be, uh, you could just see her face being like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, please, can I bring Prince? Like, please. <laughs> um, How about the, the scene where they have to shower with her, her dad oh my gosh what a treat what a treat and there's like a rat that looks like a tiger <laughs> it was like was it sick was it chill? like that rat looked like it was paying rent like it was like what yeah yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they were like yeah that, that's our rat <laughs> um yeah that was wild like the the bedroom scene was wild and like He's just so skittish. Like, it's raining. Is it going to rain in here? Is it going to flood? What's happening? I'm wet. My shoes are wet. Yeah. Like, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> and yeah, like, say he was broken. Was Like, when the lights went off and they, like, zoomed in on the fan, I was like, oh, man, this sweaty bitch is really going to have a <laughs> night. <laughs> you, just, you just hear him in the darkness go, oh, oh no. <laughs> it was truly fantastic. Like, and like I mean, honestly, I don't blame her dad for wanting to be like I'm gonna basically like be a chaperone. No, of course not. Like she's very young, and yeah, he's not, and it's weird. It was it like, was very it was very weird. Ed is older than him. Like I would side eye that situation too. I know that he was he his look when they told him that he was just like oh fuck no. Um, how do you, like, okay, so, the fact that he thought that he was going to ship those, like, thousand thread count sheets and that they were going to make it there is, like, astonishing to me. Like, what did you think was going to happen, Ed? Yeah, that's, that's part of what you were just saying about, like, do some research, you know, make a gut check and be like, you know what, I think, especially for the first time meeting, like, we should stay at a hotel the whole time and then, like, maybe one night stay overnight with the family. Mm -hmm. And, like, and then... Make it like sort of like a like okay I'm gonna be 
stepping out of my ba- my comfort zone right now. I'm going to like not be like you know, see this as like some kind of like adventure or like circus attraction kind of thing, but like just be like I'm going to just roll with it tonight. And then like if cuz if you have all these health issues and like he sweats a lot, like he has all this stuff, like just just be real and be like, "Okay, I'm going to be realistic and going to say like I'm just going to get a hotel room." Right. And like not walk into her bedroom and act like you're like have been thrust into a saw movie. He, yeah. he looked horrified. She was and I could tell her feelings were a little hurt. Yeah, completely. Like you know, and and to be like, yeah, I didn't sleep all night, like the you know, everything was wet and it's just like he could be honest with her without being like brutally honest. Yeah. He'd just be like, you know, this is I think maybe it was too soon to be like in your family space. Or at least blame it on like your, you know, whatever is going on with your skin, being like, I can't handle this. So, oh my god, excuse. Or the, when he ever turned around and goes, Are those chickens? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like wet from barrel water. And oh my gosh, when she's like hosing him down, and he's literally like at one point, he was like holding himself and had his back to her like he was being waterboarded. Like, like it was yeah. actual. And you know, and I don't blame them, but you know that they got a little, they they got some kicks from seeing him squirm a little. Oh, absolutely. Freddie was loving that. He was. And he was loving it even more when they went to his pig farm. And oh my god, things on his shoe. <laughs> that was un- that was unbelievable when he fell. Which time? It's the, like the, could- the main one, and he just went ah. Ed is, I mean, like pure Mr. Bean comedy. Like, yeah, it was it, very, it, very far, like British, <laughs> British comedy. <laughs> like, I, like, what is the logic behind? I'm slipping, so I'm gonna make it even worse for myself by putting plastic between myself and this mud. Like, what? Wh- what's the logic there, sir? What is it? I, I, I think it's like some. I, I don't know. It's. I think he's. It seems almost intentional, like he he wants to be like the the clown or like I don't some weird, so, uh, unconscious self fulfilling thing of like. Uh, is he got... like son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> oh, incredible. So so good. Um, so then he basically like the only thing is that he has to ask permission to take Rose away, and he gets it. Freddie's like, please just just I don't even care. Yeah, please. I don't. I don't need to have this every morning. Just get away. <laughs> I don't want to take any more showers with you. No, he he wants to just shower alone. <laughs> uh, well, do you have any other thoughts about the ninety day franchise? Do you think that any of these couples are going to make it? Um, it's hard to say. I feel like. It'll be hard for Usman to lose Lisa. I think she's going to... I think if they break up, she'll make his life hell. Um, From, you know, 7,000 miles away, which she always likes to remind him. Um, I feel I feel for him. I think he's... he's Unfortunately, walked into, like, a spider web. Um, yeah. I honestly don't... On this batch, I don't think any of them are going to make it. I agree. It's not looking good... For really any of them. Um, I mean, I think 
Ash and Avery may. Oh, we didn't talk about. Um. Oh well, you didn't want to talk about him. Oh yeah, Jeffrey. What happened with Jeffrey? Um. He. He told Varna Varia. Varia, yeah. That he was in jail. And she. She was like, for yeah, he was a, he was dealing drugs in his like late teens, early twenties, and went to jail for two years. Tell her about like all the abuse and their, you know, all that uh, restraining orders and stuff. No, he didn't say any of that. But she she had kind of a strong reaction because she a cousin of hers had overdosed. So she was like, do you think of all the families that you destroyed? Oh, shit. I was like, damn. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I I understand why you don't want to talk to him. He gives me he is so scary to me. His, his, I, I saw this. I took one look at those nipples, and I was like, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> I, oh my god, that's so true. They're, 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 yeah, they're, um, they're unwell. They're very unwell. They are. Oh, well, Carrie, thank you so much for coming on. <clears throat> thank you for having. I mean, this was a joy. Like, I, I'm so happy I finally get to talk about this. It's therapeutic, right? It's it, good it, to get it. It is, and I'm, I'm so <laughs> great to talk to someone who just like is as invested as I am. <laughs> Tell people where they can find you. Um, you can follow me at ecario on Twitter and Instagram, and I also co-host a podcast often with Laura Marie Shanehalls on Sex Unique Podcasts, where we just queen. recap like old reality shows. She's a true queen. I'm really loving the New Jersey recaps. It's like Ugh, I'm happy that you like it. I love it. It's it's really a great time because like I wasn't I've never been super invested in New Jersey. So I'm like and really all of my reality shows like I'm kind of like one and done. So like doing this like going back 10 years in time and like do you watch the heavy did you watch the latest season? No, I actually kind of I, I watched like here and there, but I trailed off like when the newer ones came in. Okay. But because- I know it's wild. The parallels between season three and like the most current season are like incredible. Like maybe I should I should investigate. You're gonna watch it and be like, wow! Like the fact that they are like they go back to Sala Kunzalini or Kunzalini or whatever, and like the you know like just the evolution of like where Teresa and Joe are. It's it's really a treat to watch. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's a great like honestly you can stop at season four and then like, just go to the next <laughs> the latest season because I found the, the, a lot of these seasons recently to be a dud, but they picked it up last season. So it's worth okay. it. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to use the rest of this time to go back and do it up. You should. Well, thank you so much. And you have a lovely day. Thanks Kara. <laughs> Bye. Bye.